Hey, everybody. It's episode 21 of Star Wars Year by Podcast. Uh, normally exclusive to the Steel Wars and Blue Harvest Patreon pages. But since this is episode 21, and by Steel's rules that is divisible by three, it's an all-access episode. Hey, don't argue with the rule of three. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's like the Sith rule of two, but even more flexible. Because that Sith rule of two didn't really um, stay true either. Mm-hmm. And, and neither no. do we. But uh, welcome, everyone. And if you're watching on the YouTube, where we've, we've jazzed up things, we've given an upgrade. I, I've learned so much about how to cheat in the world of live video streaming with Easy Tricks Halls in the past month. So we're, we're, we're going to keep adding a bit more customization for the Year by Podcast uh, look. And I'll have to get on to Evan DeCellis to get his um, the parts of the art so I can make some banners. But what, what do you think of the, the new set, Hawes? It looks awesome. I am so impressed, buddy. Well, I like a friend that's impressed very easily. That's that's what I like. That's what I like. Well, but I, I, I thank you for your um, prestige to us. You know, the, the, the beard of knowledge, giving out props, that's... Um, it's a special place. It is a special place. Now, um, Hawes, give everyone the rundown about what Star Wars Year by Podcast is all about. <clears throat> well, this is a show where it's, it's sort of a Star Wars history show, if you will, where Steele and I run through the Star Wars Year by Year by Year book, the updated and expanded edition, and we just sort of go through. We are on our third part of 1982 this time should wrap up 1982 this episode and uh we talk a lot of uh, star wars but mostly tangents it seems there's a lot of tangents there's a lot of tangents and i i i, I don't want to get you too excited horse but um towards the end of the episode for uh, people that have they've listened along through all these episodes we've got a new segment uh-oh are you ready for it? I am. It's a little segment I like to call Carl's Corner. Yes! Why do we have to wait to the end? You know, we've got to give him a bit of sizzle before the steak. Okay. But uh, All right. I, 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 I have, Carl is this Jedi of a uh, McDonald's worker that I worked with back in the 90s. He was amazing. The best bun man in the game. And I told Hawes a few stories because Hawes's uh, parents used to own a McDonald's. So we've both got a lot of McDonald's nostalgia, as as a lot of people do. But um, I ran out of stories. So you know what I've started to do, Hawes? uh, Do I want to spoil that that I know you've been reaching out, asking about Carl to people you may have known from back in the day? I've been hitting up (laughs) ex-employees. And, um, you know, they're like, I, I, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about those days. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I sent them a little snippet of what we were talking about with Carl to jog the memory. And uh, there was, you know, I'm getting a lot of fond memories. And I've also got a lead. Someone, a major employee at Rosebud McDonald's in the 90s, 
uh, just happened to add me on Facebook the other day. So I'll be I'll be dipping oh. into uh, into that. But um, as I said, we go through um, the news articles of the year from the Star Wars year by year uh, book, a visual history updated and expanded. That one is so uh, very exciting. There he is on the screen right now. And if you are a Patreon of either of our uh, podcasts at the $3 or up level, you get access to every episode. This is episode 21, and we are hitting the golden years. 1983 is around the corner. We are in production. We're wrapping up Return of the Jedi, the the production of Return of the Jedi, and I... When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I can't be more excited. I'm very I know, man. We're about to talk about, like, your favorite Star Wars movie, right? We'll get into that Mm -hmm. year. And then... Equally as exciting to me is the post Return of the Jedi era. I can't wait to get into some of that stuff. Hey, and, you hey, know, hey, 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 hey. Let's just slow it down. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not as, as Jacques, the great French bowler on The Simpsons, once said, "It's not the deed. It's not the memory. It is the moment of anticipation." <laughs> as he. As he puts his um, French cologne. Look at what we've got to go over, Hawes, on oh, the screen good right stuff. Oh, oh, ah, woof. Love it. Just uh, so stoked. But um, how about we dip into it? Would you like me to um, send things off? Yeah, help me out there, buddy. With my new system. With this new setup, I don't know whether to read the article off the screen or the book in front of me. I I, 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 I feel like a bit of a, um, and we've got to give a shout out, out to all our sickos out there, led by oh. um, Catherine Neen and her sickos. I'm, I'm feeling a bit neened out that I've got, I've got you on one screen, I've got a big image of the first article on the next, and then I've got the book in front of me. Um, I just need to be listening to us at the same time while we talk. I don't know. I think I'm getting <laughs> out. she's out needing me still. So, but um, I think I'll go off the screen on this one. I'm having a lot of trouble deciding how to do this. It's it's a real uh, bit of a, a mind whatever. Let's keep it family friendly. We are in June, I believe, or this is July. June. So nothing happened in July? I guess they kind of just skipped over July, huh? God, July. Pick up the pace, July. Anyway, Laserdisc. June. Star Wars is released on Laserdisc because... because, Oh, sorry. 
That's that's separate sentences. Star Wars was <laughs> Star Wars is released on Laserdisc, and I do have to give props to the uh, 80s spelling. Both the L and the D are capitalized in the one word. Love it. Good branding. Good branding. Um, be good for their Twitter address. I, I I always appreciate it when people capitalize each word in their Twitter address as it goes in. I, I think it's easy to read. Hawes, where, where are you on that? Do I have to help uh, you out? I believe we are Blue Harvest Pod with Blue Harvest and Pod all capitalized. Love it. Love it. We are. Look at that. I had to go all check right. real quick, so I didn't seem all like right. a fool. That's all right. That's... um. It's not the first time that's happened on this show. Let me tell you, um, on both for, for all of us, there are no, there are no innocents in this glass house, because the constant linear velocity, you know, the CLV disc can only hold sixty minutes of playtime per side. Oh, the one hundred and twenty-one minute-long film is time compressed to fit on a single disc. It retails for oh wow that's I ah oh, horse get out the calculator thirty four ninety eight I did love it while it. I was waiting to connect love it love it love it what are we on ninety four dollars and twenty seven cents oh that's you're not everyone's not, you're not buying spare ones. You're not, getting no, the alter- you're, not- you're not getting the alternate covers from Target. Mm-mm, no, you definitely are not. <laughs> Variants. Um, have you ever dabbled in, in the world of, uh, of Laserdisc Wars? So I've never had a player, but much like Betamax, I own the Star Wars trilogy on Laserdisc, even though I've never had a way to play it. Nice. It's got yeah, good have- fold-out art, doesn't it? Oh, dude, it's so... So I don't have this one. I have uh, the last time they put out the trilogy before the special edition. Mm-hmm. And I have the special editions on... I have both sets. But they, they're beautiful sets. And what what, what are the bonuses? Uh, honestly, I don't... I've never watched them. Are you talking about, like, bonus commentaries and stuff? Yeah, I don't think there's a commentary. I don't think that was a laser disc feature but there was stuff like making of footage kind Mm -hmm. of from my memory from watching a videotape of it like someone made a vhs bootleg that they sold of 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 this bonus footage it was yeah it wasn't the most um you know pizzazzy it didn't have all the um you know the artistry of our current setup halls but um I've got this memory that it had footage of the hangar set from um, Hoff. Just had some making of of that. That's just a, a vague um, little memory. Do you have any other laser discs or just Star Wars? Just those two. Just those two sets. Yeah, they're they're nice. And hey, when you pull them out like that, is that? Um, are they that shiny, or is that just a uh, a souped-up sort of deal? I feel like they look more like the back of a CD. You know how, like, with the back of a CD or a DVD, if you catch the light just right, it'll do that sort of, like, prismatic look? Yeah. I think that's probably just sort of an artistic rendition of that. 
if okay. I remember correctly. All right. That, that's just how I remember them with my rose-colored glasses, Hawes. Um, how about, uh, I don't know. I feel like you should read this one out. Oh, the also win? Ah, should we do that one now? I mean, it's also in, and 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 it's a good one. We could save it until later in All the right. episode. Let, let's save it. Let's save it. Okay. Let's, okay. Let's, um. Hey, um. I'll just add a edit, but your your cam is occasionally just clicking on and off. Wonder why it's doing that. It might just be the nature of it. I don't know. All right, I'm going to get a, a webcam webcam for the next one of these because okay. I thought this phone thing would work a little better. I don't know why it's cutting in and out. Hmm. August of 1982, Admiral Akbar is introduced to members of the official Star Wars fan club in Bantha Tracks number 17. In Jedi, Akbar is performed by puppeteer Timothy M. Rose and voiced by Eric Bowersfeld. I love the wording. He's introduced to members of the official Star Wars fan club. It's like they had a little meeting down at, yeah. the, at the local Civic Hall and Admiral Akbar came in, you know, dressed in his <laughs> white, tra- white tracksuit and got, oh, here's Eric. Um, his favourite character is Lando Carizian. Uh, this, is, this is Admiral Akbar. I, oh, hope I, like I, I, I hope I could be one of your favourites soon. <laughs> It, uh, or is like that shady setup that Anthony Daniels had at the last celebration? What was up with that? The cash only room. Yeah, and and he wasn't with the other autograph uh, attendees. I kind of think he set up his own special deal so he didn't have to pay the convention a cut or something. I don't know. Well, in wrestling, he, they would say that he went into business for himself. Oh, well, he he better be glad that George Lucas didn't buy the name Anthony Daniels. <laughs> I don't know. Depends how much you get for it. Yeah. Cause, what does Admiral Akbar mean to you? Uh, he means one of the only figures I was able to find as a kid. <laughs> he means... Uh, I got to say one- about that figure, that figure, right? For me... It was the one figure whose weapon I didn't lose, and it was the worst weapon. It was yeah, painful, painful play yard irony. It's a pointer or some something. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, it also, it, like, the meme of it all, you know what I mean? The Admiral Akbar, it's a trap of it all, definitely is a thing that, uh, I mean, I feel like that was like, when I was in high school and college, that first sort of, cropped up on the internet and is still going today very much so and i i don't like focusing on his meme you know it's it's done yeah Yeah, i I get it it is done but i like to focus on the admiral um tim rose as puppeteer that magic moment when I think it's there's a lot of editing tricks. I think he was actually just sitting down because he was tired, like the actor. But how it's edited in when the Superstar Destroyer 
oh. goes into the Death Star and he sort of... And he goes... Yeah, he right. just sits He sits down with relief and, and, like, the weight of all the situation and, I don't know, like, you project so much onto it. It's just like he's been through so much in this war and, you know, <laughs> he's, he's, he's happy for the victory yet he's sad he had to, had to fight. It's, uh, I, I know that feeling. Like, I've had that feeling. <laughs> but, um, yeah, for, I, I think he was, um, actually, yeah, Akbar was a preview figure as well. You'd send away for him, from him. So he was, oh, okay. he was well, in that, 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 like, rare air of, like, Boba Fett, um, the Emperor, uh, Mace Windu. Mace Windu, of course. The, the, R2 droid that had a green tint. Hey, was... Battle droid! Battle droid on Stap. Oh, good one. So, were the preview figures, at least back in the day, were they always shipped in baggies? Baggies, and then in a white box. Okay. Because I've got a Nyanum baggie figure. Mm -hmm. Like, still in the baggie and stuff, in really nice condition. Uh, And I didn't know if that was... Let me out, horse! <laughs> yes. horse! Having a little I'm trouble right, breathing. I'm running out of air! <laughs> they only put 40 years of air in here! <laughs> the clock is ticking! I bet in his language it will be So, um, let him free. Do you feel guilty? No, man. That's that's a piece of vintage history right there. Okay. All right. This is very odd. That laser disc is in here twice. Wait, are, so are you talking about the video speed limit? Yeah. This no man, this is a uh oh, a go. different format than laser disc. Really? The this is a Capacitance electronic disc, a CED. All right, I'll hit it. Video speed limit. Star Wars was released on RCA, Selective Visions. They've got that thing again with the capitalization mid-word. Yep. Wow, they they just invent that in the early 80s, and now they're just going for it. It's like J-Lo. RCA, Selective Visions, CED capacitance electronic disc i've never heard of this for 35 dollars. like the laser disc released in june the 121 minute long star wars is slightly time compressed which we haven't talked about that's a bit freaky mm-hmm. uh, almost in perceptibility in say that word for me horse please in, imperceptibly 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 Nice. I ruined it for you, didn't I? With my horrible... um, (laughs) uh, Speeding up the movie to fit the disc. So what is that? So let's just say they add... It's it's they've got to add 30... They've got to get get rid of 30 seconds on each side of the disc. Right. So... How much fast? It must be just so it's. Wait, I got to get my calculator out for this one. So this what is... I would I would imagine is like certain scenes would just be set up. So let's say you need to make 
30 seconds up on the second side of the disc. You could just speed up a couple of the scenes in the Death Star Trench Run and probably make up your time there. Make a few X-Wings go a little faster, speed by a little faster. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So you don't think like the whole film was like like one-eighth second faster? I don't know. I mean, I guess that is an approach they could have taken. But if I was going to do it, like if you're going for scenes that are fast moving anyway, I don't see why you just don't speed those up slightly to make up the 30 seconds you're looking for. You know, like the X-Wings leaving Yavin to go attack the Death Star, like make them fly away a little faster. You know, you wouldn't want to do it to like dialogue scenes and things like that, because you wouldn't want to have to speed up the dialogue or the the mouth syncing, right? Imagine, like, McConkie! McConkie! <laughs> McConkie! <clears throat> so fast. I, if it was me doing it, I would just be shaving seconds off, like, during cuts. Yeah, yeah I like, mean, that's, a, that's scenes, another like, way to do it. Give me a second there. Give me a second here. Yeah. So, I actually, when you... On Twitter, you can only post videos. Yeah, there's like, there's a there'll be a video on Twitter. Like the video is actually there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you can only put up two minutes and twenty seconds, unless you've got like some special corporate account. Which right. Uh, so quite often I have to shave off when I post up a little highlight. I might be doing it right now to you. Just like oh, I was cut out a little the or an um, and you're in. Very exciting, but um, I I've never heard of uh, a selective vision. I, that, that is very foreign to me. I've I've got a um, right there. I I just want to see what this actual thing looks like. Yeah, and we have another video format, another dead video format coming up in just a little bit too. Real beta. No, no, another disc based. Um, video format and it's one that I don't own Star Wars on on, but I'm familiar with because my uncle had one of the players when I was a kid Wikipedia for it doesn't have an image of it to me it doesn't seem oh here we go oh whoa all right Let's um, let's hit a video on this, buddy. How about that? Okay. All righty, Hawes. I found it. Due okay. to this new technology, we can now watch. We don't even have to wonder what Selective Vision is. We can go straight over to YouTube.com and share this with our good viewers and listeners. I have got. I can't wait. A Selective Vision. It's from B Bright Brian, I believe. Eight eight byte Brian, sorry, eight bit Brian. Am I saying that right? Byte bit eight ah! bit Brian. All righty, Brian, what do you got? All right, hey guys, eight byte Brian here, and I am here today with a special review that I promised a long. Oh my God, how's his toy collection? Getting Look at all those toys. It's like being at Chris Fresh's house. And discs. Yeah, Chris Fresh was cool. That guy. No offense, Brian. Selective Vision player or a disc. But All right. 
I just got to speed it up a bit, Brian. Look at it. Wooden. Ooh, wood paneling, like, baby. At, it's like my old Atari had wood paneling. Technology for the discs. I'll put Brian down for a little bit. But this is... um, Because I love how it harkens back. Remember when your granddad used to um carve a Selectivision disc player out of wood for you? I do. I do remember that. Fantastic stuff. But what is odd? Oh, and the disc goes in at the front. Let's see if we can get up to a disc here. He's doing all that. Oh, he's got some. He's got Tron. He's got Jaws. He's got the Neverending Story. Jaws three. Oh my gosh! Oh, he's got Westworld, Indiana Jones. He's got a good collection of um, Spectrum. All righty. And then here's the actual. That disc is very shiny. It sure is. There's a lot of Spectra in there. Good stuff. All right. Well, we've we've learned about a, a whole new video system. What an age. Yep. This is the format I'm going to have to try and track Star Wars down on because I don't have one of those. Well, dare to dream, horse. Dare to dream. Would you like to hit us with um, this ripper next one? August 13th, Star Wars is re-released for the fourth time in 1,070 theaters across the U.S. and debuts with a trailer for Revenge of the Jedi. Revenge! The re-release... Hey, wait, 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 wait. Just read that out again, right? Okay. But just let, let me say put, revenge. Okay. All right. Let you put some stank on it. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and debuts with a trailer for revenge of the Jedi. Thank you. That was, that was perfect. Just how we rehearsed. The re-release grows over 15 million. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Now don't say the re-release. Okay. Gross is over 15 million. No, 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 no. Like, say say the, and then I'll say... Okay, okay. I see. The... Re-release! Gross is over 15 million. <laughs> the trailer shows... Luke! <laughs> wielding a blue-bladed lightsaber, the same color as the weapon he used in the previous movie. What? And also includes a few frames of the deleted... Sandstorm scene. Thus ends that bit, please. <laughs> hey, man, if you introduce a bit, I'm going to push a bit to its limit. You should know oh, this by now. Well, my, my throat has been pushed to its limit, Hawes. Trust me on that one. <laughs> I, not in its original, um, like I didn't obtain it originally, but I did have um, or do have this Oh, no, I don't, actually. I've got it because this one, if you're listening on the audio, it's um, blue poster, big silver Star Wars in the middle. Then there's like the the Hildebrandt uh, poster sort of on this weird, I don't know, in this weird pyramid-y rectangle deal. Um, I've got to learn what that shape's called for my son's future. Uh, I've got to get back into all that rectangle but um that's not a rectangle it's something else um but anyway it's got the little banner down the bottom silver and red banner um 
giving you some sizzle that you'll get to see a trailer for Revenge of the Jedi if you go to this re-release, which is just a ripper way to sell a movie ticket, don't you reckon, Hawes? Uh, yeah. But the one I've got doesn't have the picture. It's just got the silver Star Wars. It's more just logo-based, but it does have that same ah. Revenge of the Jedi strip. And that's why I got it at um, for my Australian buddies at the, the Camberwell Collectors Fair, which, oh, it used to be this two like big city hall, two-story oh. trestle tables as far as the eye could see. There would be tables shoved into hallways, records, toys. Oh. Like bootleg items like all those bootleg videos and stuff ah those were the days buddy those were the days so uh, you know since we're six months plus into this whole lockdown thing staying at home socially distant what are you talking about (laughs) well i was gonna ask you uh have you found yourself partaking in any like youtube videos that uh, you wouldn't normally watch because of the lockdown? Because I have. Do tell. So I watch... <laughs> Are you watching those ones of like Play-Doh getting squashed and stuff like that? No, no. I haven't gone down the ASMR. More stuff like that I would have had, had envisioned that I would be doing now if the world wasn't in the state it is. So like... I've been watching a lot of people just walk through the floor of different Star Wars celebrations and looking at all the vendor tables. You know, that's one of my favorite things to do at Celebration. Been lot, watching a lot of concert bootlegs. Been oh, watching- do, you, uh, no, do you know what you should do to replicate the experience? Huh. Watch, watch these walkthroughs of the floor, but then watch them in unison with Johnny Grasso on the phone. And- oh, <laughs> and he's going to be uh, telling me that I don't need it. Don't buy any of this modern crap. Yeah, you can have the full experience of having him, um, his hype. And then just I'll uh, I'll randomly FaceTime you and be like, hey, what's up? See you later. <laughs> and then Pappas will have it open, but with eBay open at the same time to see what, what he could have like made a lot of money on. Yeah, we'll only see him for like five seconds. <laughs> and then who knows what he's up to the rest of the time. Oh, man. It it would have been hard to, like, as a Star Wars fan, watch the trailer for Revenge of the Jedi because you couldn't just watch it on your computer whenever you wanted. This was a special, you know, try to remember as much as possible now because you're not going to see right. this again. And then have to... um Watch Empire Strikes Back. No, watch Star Wars. What I would do, I would watch the trailer, go outside, write down everything I remember, or have a cassette recorder. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd bootleg it on a cassette for sure. For sure. The sound of it? Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and maybe do it one time where I record the sound, but do like director's commentary. Description. Okay. So now we're seeing Luke. Oh my God. He's got a blue lightsaber. Like, yeah. Like that. Yep. Yeah. How do you get his blue lightsaber back? We could do a podcast or a phone call 
a, a, a tell- <laughs> we could write each other letters, right? <laughs> about how it doesn't make sense how Luke's got his lightsaber back. Beautiful. Dear Hawes, dear Hawes, I am disgusted with uh, Lucasfilm Limited in their. But also back then there was only two colors, so. There you of go. lightsabers, yeah. So yeah. like what? Yeah, yeah. but it's, uh, I I do wonder, like, if you were to watch that trailer back then, like, take that time, like, would you notice that the hilt was different? Nah. Well, how are you going to do it? You're not pausing yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, you would have to see it more than once, right? You would have to have the first initial viewing where you have the shock of, oh, my God, he's got his lightsaber back. And then hopefully on a second viewing. There's no way. There is no way. Yeah, I I agree with you. I, I think that would be really tough. I actually think, oh, my God, it's just occurred to me. I think this is the Star Wars I went to. Oh, you think you went to see this viewing of Star Wars as a kid? Yeah, like this re-release. That's awesome. But that was the first time I saw Star Wars. Because Empire Strikes Back was already out. I know that. Right. Right. And, like, you know, I barely remember seeing Return of the Jedi. So I think this is... um, This is the time. I'm getting all... This is beautiful. My mummy took me to see Star Wars, and that's awesome, buddy. One of my um, and this is still my, one of my favorite things today is you see an image from the movie without context, right. and you sort of, you know, think about what it is. You know, that's what we do on the podcast and stuff. But one of the realizations I had in seeing the film, I wonder if I've got it here. I think I've got it on the bookshelf. Wait there. I'll just be two seconds, Hawes. Okay. All right. Apparently, I don't have that. So um, I'm sure I had a copy of it here. But anyway, um, so there was this, like, so before I saw Star Wars, I had my brother's hand-me-down Marvel Star Wars comics adaption. But it was like a like okay. a sort of a compilation it was in a hardcover like you know they have like in england they have like the annual like right. and it's sort of like at it's christmas a or whatever yeah. yeah and so it had the comic in this bigger format all in color but then it had interviews with like um like mark hamill and, and sir alec guinness peter cushing and so there was some behind the scenes photos there was you know there was a bit of bonus content on the dvd menu of this book and there was this photo of Luke and Han in the trash compactor, and it was a black and white shot. And I'll, I'll have this pulled up on the on the screen for the, everyone watching. It was a black and white shot of them in the water in the trash compactor, and you couldn't see the walls. So I just assumed they were outside on a junk planet, kind of like in the Transformers animated movie. And so okay, when I okay. when I saw the movie and realized I were in this little room, mind blown, couldn't believe it. Went went home and stared at the photo and went, "Well, damn it, the movie's right. I was wrong. How about that? You've been chasing that for years now, my friend. Turned it into <laughs> a career." <laughs> the other thing from the trailer, they showed the pod. 
the escape pod lifting off, um, you know, with R2D2 and C3PO. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know how you know how there's that shot behind the engines? Yes. Yeah. That's in the trailer. And I thought that was like a massive spaceship. And I remember oh. I actually remember looking at my mum and going, Oh, it's really small. And <laughs> I don't think she knew what I was talking about. But um I, I do I it was so funny to stare because I, I was a massive Star Wars fan without seeing Star Wars. Like I like the toys and, and the and the books that we had at home. So um it was weird that my, my Star Wars canon was was blown apart. But that's the thing I'm we're talking about with the lightsaber. Like I only see that pod taking off, you know, occasionally when you had and and this was a, a thing. Did you used to do this when you were little? Just leave the TV on in case a good ad came on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ads and music videos, man. I would uh, be set up ready to hit record on the VCR if I wanted a commercial or a music video. In uh, pop culture news, uh, October the 1st, Billy Joel is the first compact disc CD player. Um, 52nd Street, a release by Sony in Japan. The player's retail price is around $900. Hawes, hit us up. What's 900 bucks these days? $2,424. Ooh, you'd want to love your Billy Joel. Uh, for real. You really got to like that fire song. <laughs> <laughs> I remember um, this is a good crossover for um, our friends that, um, at Hey Hey, the podcast. Chris Fresh, Jonesy, and Mitch, their podcast, Hey Hey, it's the podcast. I remember the Saturday whores when compact discs were coming out in Australia and they did a big thing about it on this variety show in Australia called Hey, Hey, It's Saturday. And oh. the, the deal with CDs, which I don't know how they started, like why they thought this would be a good idea, but one of the marketing things of a CD was if it got scratched, it still worked. Lies. Now, yeah, I, I, I remember I, that. I, I sort of think like them not working when they get scratched is their main feature. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I but, mean, um, I guess I they, guess they're a little more hardy than an LP, right? Than a vinyl. Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, they, they are. Like you could, you could do more. With those, um, I'm sure my son could destroy a record far quicker than a CD. But they did a scratch test, like they walked on them or whatever on live TV, and then put it in the player, and uh, it did not end well. It did not end well. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not sure what um, era that happened in in regards to what they're covering. They sort of watch an episode for those that don't know of this old variety show and and report back to. Um, some people with a, uh, just some strange interests on the internet that they want to go deep into. Um, it, it is actually a, um, like, I, I, I'd want to compare it to something in America, but I don't want to, like, it, it would be like our, like this, our very sad version of, like, Johnny Carson or something like that. Our very Australian low-budget um, interpretation of uh, such a thing. Have you ever watched any of it because of because um, of fresh and that? 
I sure have. In fact, my first introduction to Hey Hey It's the Sa- It's Saturday is because you were on an episode of Geek Dudes. This I think this was before they started the podcast about Hey Hey, right? And y'all were mentioning Harry Connick Jr. and the Jackson Jive. And I was like, what is he talking? I got to look this up. And wow, what a first impression. All right. Get everyone up to speed. There is a like a gong show in the middle of Hey Hey It's Saturday, a little, you know, for fun talent show. And, you know, there's a mean judge and then there's like celebrity judges. And Harry Connick Jr. was a guest. Um, he was in Australia touring. And so he was a guest on Red Faces, as they called it. And this act came out called the Jackson Jive. And they had this like Jive Bunny. Yeah, I think it was like they, they did it to Jive Bunny, like a the Jackson 5 Mega Mix or whatever, but they were all in blackface and stuff. And uh, um yeah. Harry yeah. Harry gave him a big fat zero, which was um like major news in Australia. Major news. Uh, I just remember, I think it was one of the first times I had a joke for you, like that I told you a joke that really landed and I made you <laughs> laugh. And I said, hey, man, I just watched that Jackson Jive thing from Hey, Hey, It's the Saturday. And it might be the most racist thing I've ever seen. And I live in Alabama. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Hey, uh, you want to hit this quiz book horse? I do. October 12th. Del Rey. Going, going at it still even back in the day. Wow. Publishes the Jedi Master's Quiz Book, composed by Rusty Miller. It features 425 questions and answers about Star Wars and The Empire Strikes Back, <clears throat> which, according to Miller's forward, range from the obvious to the obscure. Ooh. I need to have a, a sample. But the thing about this book that I always loved, that, that cover. cover. That cover. So oh. good. So if you're just listening on the podcast, you, you, come on. You, do you hate your eyes? Is that what you're saying? But if you're on a, you know, in a car, whatever, I get it. Don't want to die. Um, it's a good policy. The poster or the cover is this amazing just ragingly 80s painting of Yoda across the bog. I don't know what he's doing, actually. Is this, is this like, canon? Because R2-D2's out the front of Yoda's house waiting to sort of see what's going on, and then Yoda's not even there. He's gone out the back door, and he's on the other side of the bog just looking up at a pterodactyl. Yeah, hanging out with dinosaurs. Like, there's a little dinosaur several little dinosaurs at his feet this has got to be this has had to have been turned into so like some large artwork at some point right because i would yeah. rock this framed yeah it's it is just a magic poster and and the colors have just got this weird early 80s vibrance about them yeah it looks almost like um heavy metal magazine in a way yes yeah 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 so um that is a sick one. What's your stance on Star Wars trivia, Hawes? Are you, are you, are you much of a, I know your Star Wars knowledge is deep, but like, you know, can you tell me what the Mon Cal um, 
cruiser is called, the the the, the capital ship in Return of the Jedi. Now, see, uh, you are talking about. Like I'm good with Star Wars trivia. I am. Answer no... the question, Horns. I don't know. Home one. I don't know. I think it's home one. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm Ding. no. I'm no Alex from Star Wars Explained. I'm no Sal Perales. Like I have big gaps in my Star Wars knowledge where, like, Clone Wars, like the show, is a big gap on mine. Even though I've watched it all, I couldn't. Like, I don't know a lot of the characters, ships, or gun names, stuff like that. Hey, hey, hey. Um, Be- better gaps in your knowledge than gaps in your teeth. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. Um, and then, uh, like, it took me so long to learn uh, prequel trilogy trivia, you know, just little bits here and there, that, like, my sequel trilogy and my new stuff, like the type of ships and stuff, ship names and models are not my forte. Mm. Now more than ever. And and sometimes I just blank out on like all the stuff I, I learned for like Rogue One and right. like it's it's just sort of like where'd it go? Where'd it go? Well, you know, before during the prequel trilogy, I had three years to get my Phantom Menace hmm. trivia down, you know, before Attack of the Clones came out. But now it was boom, 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 movie after movie, and then shows going on at the same time. It's a lot to try and take in. Um, I will say, though, you know that Dragon Con trivia quiz that was going I, around I, a couple months ago? I, I I know it, and I don't want to know it. Uh, Jesse quiz. gave me that quiz. Oh, I got go? 46 out of 50. That ain't half bad. Now, I will say, I can guarantee you there were a small handful of those that were lucky guesses. It wasn't like I knew every question i got right i definitely made some lucky guesses what was it multiple choice or yes it was multiple choice oh okay that's 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 good skills i don't know if i i don't think the questions i had or maybe they were just so hard i was just like because i just had a look and i was like nah I'm like, yeah, if, if I don't get the first four or whatever that popped up, like I, I like every one of them, I was just like, no, one of them that I'm almost sure I missed was it was like when when R2D2 was playing against Chewbacca in Hollow Chess or Dejeric, what move does he make? And then it's like, you know how you'll say in um, chess, you know, queen to rook or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was that, but with all those little stop motion creatures, I'm not getting that. (laughs) You haven't remembered it now, though? No, no. Well, congratulations. Staying, you're like, hey, if I don't know it, I don't want to know it. And then another one was like, what was the name of the Wookiee that uh, Ezra and Kanan rescued in the first episode of rebels or something like that. You know what I mean? Like oh. in Wookiee names, if it's not Chewbacca I, or, or um, what was Lumpy. the one? Lobaca, Lobaca. I know Lobaca. Right. Lumpy. I know Lumpy. And uh, what was Mala? Mala. Mala. Yeah. Like those are okay. But when they get into like the crazy ones, like, you know how like grand Admiral Thrawn's full name is, Thrawn, Mithron, Naruto, or some shit like that. Like, mm, mm, 
I, I can't remember that. It's too many, too many consonants. And and where's it getting me in life? Nowhere, man. I'm not going to impress Jesse with that. It's not going to get me a job. You know what I mean? I, 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 if I told Jackie I knew that, like it would, it'd be the opposite of impressing. Oh, I, exactly. If I was like, hey, Jesse, you see that blue guy in Rebels? His full name is M- Mithron Naruto. But they just call him Thrawn. Although, I well, will take it back. She did seem to like bragging about my uh, Star Wars quiz score on Twitter a little bit. Okay. So, I don't know. Maybe. Well, that's quite a catch you've got there. Hey. But- Hey, we're talking about these RCA video discs. They're they're giving them out free. Mm -hmm. October 21st, RCA offers a free Star Wars CED video disc with purchase of any compatible RCA player. I didn't realize this. So this format, the one we looked up before, is the format that my uncle had. So you Ah. see how... Okay, so you see on this poster... You see the white square in the middle? You would insert that whole square into the player. And the disc was held in the middle. And like I guess it went inside the ah. machine. And then the machine opened up that white case and accessed the disc. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that sounds way better than a laser disc. Yeah, it, it was almost like uh an oversized CD jewel case that you couldn't open from what I remember. Interesting. This is the thing of what people tolerate. Flipping the disc halls midway. Ooh, rough. You can keep that. Rough. No bars. No bars. I don't, I don't, I don't even like having to, um, go from like Netflix to HBO with my buttons these days. That's... <laughs> now, Hawes, November. This is just, I'm going to tear up that this news item means so much to me. It was, it, it's, it's one of, when you're getting into Star Wars back then, especially because there was, you know, such a narrow field of, of trivia and, and sort of, you know, you sort of weren't finding out about stuff online and, and the prequels and all that sort of thing. But this was one of the OG bits of, hey, I'm a bit of a Star Wars fan and I know some stuff. Mm-hmm. Did you know that Return of the Jedi was originally called Revenge of the Jedi. And there was posters put out. Hawes, take us through this this, this, this marvellous time of, of mismarketing. Teaser poster. The. Oh, revenge. There we go. Of the Jedi advanced poster is distributed to theaters. Painted by Drew Struzan. The poster incorporates photographic reference references from Empire. Oddly, Luke appears to be wielding a red lightsaber while Darth Vader's is blue. In early December, Lucasfilm licensees are quietly told that the movie will be retitled Return of the Jedi. Turn it up! <laughs> hey, hey, Kenna. Hey, hey, General Mills Corporation. 
Nation. <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Hey, Underoos. Underoos. Return of the Jedi. That could be one of the things that people get off on YouTube. Just phone calls of Lucasfilm <laughs> employees what? ring. Just like, just go, Return of the Jedi. Sorry. Have to Corporate change, ASMR. <laughs> change the guard. Your, your toothpaste has got the wrong brand on it. Change it. Change it. But um, this poster, it's like, I feel like in the 90s, as Star Wars fans, we were, like, it was mandatory that you wanted this. It was such a bizarre... um like it was, it was just on such a pedestal, and so I still hold it dear to my heart today. And 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 one day, I've 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 got a few little posters with Revenge of the Jedi and that sort of stuff on them. But there is something just so iconic. Sand Sweet has built this up so much to me; it's become a uh, a true grail. I. I you see like bootlegs and you see, I don't think the prices are that out of whack, but um, I've not this year. It. Not this year they are. I can tell you that much. Well, yeah. I've seen it at uh, Celebration a couple of times. You know, oh, you'll, have, you'll see the, I don't remember a price because uh, at the last, at Chicago, I was looking at a Japanese Empire Strikes Back poster. It was pretty pricey. I want to say in the $200 range. Okay. Um, and and that was like out in a box that, ha- and it had like the cardboard backing. You know how I'm talking about, like how people will s- store posters like that. It's it's almost shrink wrapped onto a piece yeah. of cardboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they had a Revenge of the Jedi poster behind the counter, so like you couldn't even get to it. Like I, it was one of those things. If you wanted it, you had to ask for it. Your grubby mitts had been told where to stay. Yeah. But uh, oh man, that's such a uh, a delightful piece. Now, one of my favorite things in going through this book with you, Hawes, is just imagining how exciting some of these things. Like some of them I remember, um, you know, my Revenge of the Jedi memories are all from the '90s. Getting told about how cool this thing was, but this one, I just think if I was following in the syndicated Star Wars comic strip, which is was in all the newspapers and stuff. Like, imagine oh. seeing this in the newspaper. Begin- There's a picture of Admiral Akbar, black and white, beginning tomorrow, a special adventure introducing Admiral Akbar, soon to be featured in the next film of the Star Wars saga, Revenge of the Jedi. That would be that'd be quite a twenty four hours of just of sweating, waiting for the mailboy, pummeling if he delivers the wrong thing. I, I just picture that two dollars guy from Better Off Dead. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, um, one of the greats. And just think about it: if that were to happen today, like you could just get King Tom to tell you about it. <laughs> He'd have his newspaper out, have all ink on his fingers. <laughs> old blacky, old black fingers, Tom. Ink fingers. <laughs> old ink fingers. How you doing, in ink fingers, Tom? Excellent sizzle. 
excellent, um, you know, meshing the galaxy together, introducing us. I wonder um, how the story differed because was it old canon? Was it was it like EU and new you that Akbar was a slave of Tarkin? Is that is that that was definitely in the OU, the e, old EU stuff. For sure, I remember that. Whether that's been carried over into the new stuff, I'm not quite sure. But I want to say it, it hasn't been. Okay. I feel like it had, but... Maybe it what, has. I, I'm not quite sure. What do I know? What do I know? Not much. Not much. Pause. Do you have pop stars? I do. Do you want to run us through this one? November 30th, Michael Jackson's album Thriller is released. Four days later, a 14-minute music video of the title track directed by John Landis premieres on television. Thriller becomes the best-selling album of all time. This is fear! Remember, did you used to like think you could dance like Michael Jackson just because you could go backwards in your socks? I did. Mm. Have the VA, the old home videos to prove it. Really? Yeah, yeah. Would you care to dust them off now? If you get, get out your RCA <laughs> player or whatever. I mean, if I can get a hold of them from my parents and figure out a way to convert them, I have no problem embarrassing myself on the internet. So, yeah, I, I could hook you up with those. I'm just picturing, like, a, um, like, in a red leather jacket version, but, like, Star Wars kid. Remember the Star Wars kid? <laughs> yeah, I do. Poor Star Wars kid. Um, that, that, that actually sucks. I, I, I had, I tried to contact him on Facebook years ago. Um, to see if you wanted to chat about his experience, but um, man, I wish he would have because I think nowadays he would find. I think his experience would be much different, don't you think? Oh yeah, like he's he's a beloved part of Star Wars culture. Yeah, he was he he was, he was on Arrested Development, like they they parodied that on or paid tribute to that George Michael. Mm-hmm. On he he did a Star Wars kid um, little little maneuver, um, and you know the, the the Star Wars reference in this the the link John Landis um, his son Max Landis uh, popularized the Raise a Mary Sue line of thinking. So yeah, he's a douchebag. Thanks, John. Good parenting. Well, I don't know if you are familiar, very familiar with John Landis. Also not a great person. So I feel like, uh, you know, he's just passing it on. Hmm. Hmm. He killed a lady and a young kid during, when he was filming uh, the Twilight Zone movie. Ah, that was him. Yep. Oof. All right. No buys. No, no buys indeed. Zero buys. Pause. Now, whilst, um, you know, we worked out that I did see Star Wars in these months in the re-release, 
I didn't get to catch this one. Uh, I'm not sure where mum dropped the ball or maybe Australia didn't get it, but I'll be talking to her this evening via Skype to um, have a go at her and her parenting. (laughs) Um, November 19th, Empire is back. The Empire Strikes Back is re-released for the second time. Grossing over 13 million bucks, which it's currently in re-release now. Did you know that? Yeah, and I read that it was apparently the highest grossing movie of 2020. No. I don't, maybe I'm wrong here. Oh, it's not a bad, so I just did a inflation calculator that's equivalent to 35 million dollars in today's money that's a fair haul that's a fair haul it is i had read it it only grossed like a million dollars am i wrong oh maybe i'm way off base but i surely tenet has got bigger box office than the re-release of empire strikes back please yeah i don't know uh okay so this is from four days ago. Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back returns to domestic to domestic box office top five. Oh, okay. So it's in the top five, I guess. <clears throat> okay. Well, I've got a little treat for you, Hawes. Okay. Jimmy this up. And I thought we'd watch the trailer for The Empire Strikes Back re-release. Oh, hell yeah. All right, let's go. Ah! Horse. <laughs> Got to stop this. What? Did you just get jessied? Yep. Yep, I sure did. I was like, God, he... um. He got really scared off by the uh, the parental guidance warning at the start of the trailer. <laughs> yeah, she scared me. Yeah, she scared me. She just got home from doing her stuff and she scared me. I am so happy to have this documented. I'm sure, I'm sure you are, buddy. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> the pitch you hit. I I I am I do the jumpy thing all the time. Jackie will text me and say I'm home and then she'll come through the back door and I'll get shocked. Like I'll be like, ah! <laughs> But do you know the difference? You don't hit that high pitch, huh? No, 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 no. I think I do. I don't. I don't have it recorded. So yeah, yeah. Now that's multiples of a, of me getting scared out there. Wow. Well, you might be able to get like a supercut going one day. <laughs> Probably. All right, Hawes. Would an Empire Strikes Back trailer soothe your calm nerves? the nerves? Yeah, yeah, probably. All right, let's hit it. The Star Wars saga continues with a special limited engagement of The Empire Strikes Back, starting November 19th. See, uh, Jeremy Bullock. 
Oh, man. You want to watch it now, don't you? I do. I love these. The, the, the panels? Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Even it, like it's so little done to this. Well, it really shows you how much they cleaned up the attack. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oh, that Darth Vader head is sick! Yeah, it is. Wow, that's great. Woo! Naming the Executor, November 19th. Darth Vader officially dubs his Star Destroyer Executor in the Star Wars Daily. Dubs! Dubs! Sorry, I just said the word dubs and I I broke out into a hip-hop. Sorry, buddy. As, As with the ongoing Star Wars Marvel comic series... This mention popularizes the executor, which goes unnamed in the film novelization and comic adaptation of Empire. And then I love the the caption: "I christen this ship the Executor." <laughs> Where is he? What's happening in this picture? So he's on the ship. We just can't see him. You know what I mean? But what's that in front of it? Is, is it blowing something up or is it bursting out of that building? I don't really know. That's a good question. What are you doing? It looks like a giant R2-D2 sitting there behind that blast. Mm-hmm. Interesting. The Executor. Is there another one called the Executor or have I just... <sighs> I think it's a tomato-tomato situation. Ah. Uh-huh. Um, sweet action. Good. I, I like it when the comics get to add so, like whatever name was come up in the comics. It, 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 it they, they keep it's that. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. Some, something about it that I find, uh, very, very quaint, you know? Mm-hmm. Now let's go to December and, and a sort of, um, one of those films that I know I would watch and, and go, be more Star Wars. Come on, I need my film. Be more Star Wars. And that is in December 17th. 
The Dark Crystal. The Dark Crystal is released simultaneously in the UK, US, and Canada. Finally. Directed by Jim. Uh, for those that are in America, what used to happen was a movie would come out in America and then other countries would just put it out when it suited them. So I know like Phantom Menace was two minute, two minutes. It was two weeks later at least. Mm-hmm. And I, I think like Return of the like Star Wars was like eight months. I think Return of the Jedi might have been like maybe four or five months, which is, oh, that's rough. I remember hearing in the 90s of people in Melbourne in that were in Star Walking the Fan Club that in 83 flew to America to go watch Return of the Jedi months early. That is and, dedicated. Well, it is dedication, but it's also that that's that's something that I could see myself doing. Oh yeah, but, I, like four months. Like that's that's a lot of months. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I know there's no internet then, but yeah, I don't. I just I don't know how I got through the. the I guess we were just used to it. Do you know what I mean? We were just used to waiting, so it was just like, yeah, eat it, Australians. Enjoy that two weeks of not watching the Phantom Menace. <laughs> Directed by Jim Henson and Frank Oz, who also perform various characters, the fantasy film features a cast of costume performers and animatronic puppets, some of which use technology developed for Yoda, for the Yoda puppet in Empire. The film also features puppet work by Tim Rose, Akbar and Jedi, and Toby Philpot, Jabber's left hand, head, and tongue. No one could move a hot tongue. Ugh. So like Toby Philpot. That was disgusting what I just did to the camera. I apologize. <laughs> but um, you, you much of a, 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 what do they call them? A, a crystallite? Is that what they call the dark crystal fans? I don't know. I do enjoy it. It's, um, I actually think I enjoyed the new Netflix series more than I enjoyed the original movie. Um, hmm. the- I haven't, um, I haven't partaken in that, which is, pro- I'm, I'm part of the problem of why yeah. it's, um, why it got cancelled, which is, Sad for its fans. I saw a lot of people out there that um really enjoyed it, but um yeah, I I'm gonna hold up. I think on rewatching that one, I might I might wait up for Harry to see if um, yeah, see what he thinks of it when he's a uh, a bit older. God, I, I occasionally he loves Ewoks, mm-hmm. horse. He's got all these vintage and and some new um, parks Ewoks that he sometimes he's a bit not as dedicated at the moment, but it used to be that like when he'd go into another room, all the Ewoks had to come with him. Oh, that's awesome. Which bad strategy on his part, right? Because what he doesn't know is in our garage, I've got another box of assorted vintage Ewoks. Right. <laughs> I've got big ones. I've got Wocklings. But after he, like, he was loving them. So I'm like, oh, I might get all these other Ewoks out for him to play with. But then when he started, like, needing the entire tribe to roll with him, I'm like, man, I can't be moving 20 Ewoks every time. That's, <laughs> that's, 
I can't deal. So um, right now he's he's only harming himself with that sort of stuff. But um, I put on because I thought, oh well, he loves Ewoks. I'll put on the Ewoks cartoon that we'll we'll no doubt talk about in maybe a year's time. But um, you know, e e e e e walks. They're the heroes of the forest moon. moon. Could not have been less interested in what was going on. Bummer. So I gave that a shot. He loves he loves his Muppet Babies. He loves a bit of Sesame Street. Mickey Mouse, very fond of. Oh, and this show called Word Party on Netflix. Okay. Da, na, 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 na. Word party. Da, na. Oh. Um, and then I put on the Lego Star Wars to see if you would be into that. And he was a little bit interested because it had Lego. Right. But then he quickly faded. But then I was left there just having a good time chuckling along. That. <laughs> I'd, I'd forgotten how genuinely, like, like sweetly funny those are, and it, it, I, I sort of enjoy the. It's just a mishmash, and who cares what's happening, and it doesn't have mm-hmm. to make sense. And but the jokes, the Star Wars references and jokes and stuff, they're 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 of a pretty high standard. Uh, then that's got to have you pretty excited for that holiday special that's coming out next month, then, huh? I am. I'm. Yeah, I think um, it's going to be fun. My hopes are high. My hopes are high. Now, Hawks, mm. should we hit some of these? We've got. We're down to the also twos. Okay, Hawks, hit us with this. Seems right up your alley. It is indeed. Also in 1982, first computer game. Parker Brothers releases the first Star Wars computer game, Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back which is for the Atari 2600 VCS and Mattel and television home consoles. The the side-scrolling game is set on Hoth. One or two players assume the role of rebel pilots to fly a snowspeeder and fire at advancing Imperial walkers to prevent them from reaching the rebel base's shield generator. And thus starts... A long history of Hoth levels in Star Wars. <laughs> I've um, done some very successful troll tweets throughout the years when they'll have like a big video game announcement mm-hmm. and I'll retweet it and be like, yeah, this is good, but when are they going to do Hoth? When are they finally yeah. going to do Hoth? And people I know. Are like, <laughs> Um, this artwork of the poster here for Parker Brothers, quite iconic in that I th- think where I've seen it a lot is in the Return of the Jedi Marvel Adaption comics. Oh, like on the back advertisement or something? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. <clears throat> so, um, but, Hawes, I've got some... Very exciting news for you. I know you love exciting news. I do. I I did a little bit of pre-show research whilst entering all this imagery. And for you, I have got the Parker Brothers Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back 
video game commercial. commercial. We are getting this. Wait. We are getting this from the Museum of Classic Chicago Television. As we go to full screen on this bad boy. And uh, let's let it rip. Your imagination. Now a video game where the challenge never ends. You saw Luke Skywalker battle the Imperial Walker. Now, you saw Luke Skywalker. Will it be with you? Star Wars, the he he uses the joystick he is very animally using the yeah. Oh yeah, he does a little fist pump. Did you see the little fist pump? Ready? Oh, he does. Yeah, it looks like I I thought he was punching like he was punching the ad ad out. But um, I love uh, the the interspersed movie footage with the actual gameplay, like a cutscene. It's um. He is very happy. Check check out this image of him. Look at him. Look how happy he is. Wait, huh? Whoa, that's happy. So is that is that what you're gonna be like tomorrow when Star Wars Squadrons uh hit your gameplay little machine? Yeah, buddy. Yes, sir. My my gameplay little machine, as you would say. Yes. Isn't that what they're called? No? Yes. Yes, in fact, you know they're bringing out two new gameplay little machines later this year. I've heard, I've heard. I um, I listen to podcasts. I know what's going on. Don't worry about that. Uh, yeah. So happy first computer <laughs> game to the Parker Brothers. Man, uh, I don't know. I think it released in '83. Star Wars: The Arcade Game on Atari. Wait till you pull up that commercial for us to watch. It is very good. All righty. Our final also in 1982 is Micro Collection. Kenner introduces the Star Wars Micro Mm. What was that noise, horse? Was that a reaction to the micro collection? I love you... the micro. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't I sure if you just micro collection. I wasn't sure if you just threw out your back then, or um, it was just a visceral response <laughs> to the micro collection. I, I shouldn't have doubted you. I shouldn't have doubted no, my back. Fine. Uh, Kenner introduces the Star Wars micro collection. Ugh. Let me say, a series of small scale series of small scale playsets that depict scenes from Star Wars and Empire, packaged with diecast figurines. Playsets include various locations on the Death Star, Hoth, and Millennium Falcon. Although plans are made for additional playsets, low sales prompt Kenner to discontinue the micro collection. Before years end. Devastating. Oh, devastating stuff. Now, my, um, and I've got a close-up here of, of the action, which you can just make out down the bottom. 
Lando helping Luke, you know, in a molded pose. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing this toy. From memory, it was going for $12 in our local toy world. And I loved, like, I, I'd never seen the real Millennium Falcon, the the Kenner one. Right. But this was in front of me. And I liked how, because the, the figures were so small, it made the ship inner space so big. Mm-hmm. And I just loved it. And I remember while my mum, the toy shop was sort of in the corner of like the news agents where you'd buy a newspaper and lottery tickets. So my mum would be in there doing whatever she's doing. And I'd go down the toy aisle to um, take all this in. And I remember just staring that box, just, just like on the back of it, just like got it, just like taking in all these images, all the levers that the the cannon could turn around, just working on my pitch, <laughs> working on my pitch. And Hawes, this is another thing I'm going to have to bring up with Mum on the Skype tonight. Uh oh, I was I was shot down. I was oh. shot down. I. I'm not sure if she did bring up that it was a different size to the rest of my she used that as an excuse. I, I feel like she may have. <laughs> and I and I was like, I don't care. I don't care. I should have said, Well go hey, show out for a bit of Kenner action then. Get us get us the um the big one. Which, do you know what I mean? I, I don't know if I'm like trying to make up for all this. There is a um, a Kenner Millennium Falcon hanging um, in this Death Star battle diorama in Harry's room. That looks so, very cool. You sent me pictures of it. Which I, um, I, I I jokingly said to someone how much it was worth, the diorama. And now I don't tell people how much it's worth. <laughs> because they find it too shocking. And I go, I didn't buy it for that. It just became worth more while I while it was in a box. It was awesome. Um, but yeah, I was a big fan of this when I was little. Boy, Man, I stare at it. I one of my most wanted vintage items is the complete Bespin set. Because you know, they did three Bespin micro collection sets that connect together to mm. form one big set. It's got like the gantry, um, the carbon freezing chamber and then one other set that you can connect together and it makes like a bigger Bespin playset. It's so good. Yeah, they look all set up and displayed because the playsets are so mm-hmm. good. Like there's that that the Death Star one that clips together. Yeah. Um, they look when you see them in someone's collection and they're all set up and stuff. Oh, oh. so good. So, so very good. Um, and yeah, it was, I, I know there's like concept drawing, I think on Gus Lopez's, that Star Wars collector's archive, there's some like line drawings or, you know, some of those Kenner mock-ups of other stuff that they were going to do. They were going to do a, a Hoth um, medical center mm-hmm. with um, the first ever Luke Nappy figure, but yep, it got cut off. But um, I, I know in um, 
Steve Sansweet's the concept screen to collectible book at sites that the parents weren't willing to, well, this was the marketing reason. Um, they weren't willing to buy in on the new scale. Hence, bum, bum. Yeah. But tell that, tell that to black series, you know, tell that to black Real. series. Or micro machines just a few years later. Yeah. Oh, well, that, well, that was so annoying. That was the only fi- the only Star Wars like it's like no figures. Yeah. I did get those. Did you get the little play sets? Like there was like a little Death yeah, Star play like, set. Yeah, like a third of a the just the top third of the Death Star that had the thing that popped off, and it had like the um, thing you could clip the X wing onto, like it was flying beside the Death Star. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then they did the heads. Do you remember the heads that would open up and be a play set? Yeah, the heads, I liked, like, I admired the heads for their transformability, but I always just liked the straight play sets that they did without, like, I just wanted, like, you know, like this. I just wanted a depiction Mm -hmm. of the movie. And I remember I was working at Toys R Us at the time and they brought out the three sets. I think it was, so it was Death Star. Indoor. And was it Hoth? It must have yep. been Hoth. Yeah. That's our indoor and Hoth. Oh, man. And it was so weird to see a Star Wars logo back in the toy aisle. No, man. Oh, beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff. Now, Hawes, mm-hmm. that brings us close to the end of this episode of Star Wars Year by Podcast. We got one important thing to do, though. We've got to check in with Carl's Corner. Yes. Look at that graphic. Beautiful. On episode 18, we uh, introduced the, the, the legend of McDonald's, Carl. And if you go to that episode, it's on YouTube and it's about 11 minutes in uh, when it starts, if you want to catch up on Carl. But I got this video and you know how with YouTube, you can make it start at a certain pace. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So I I sent that out to a few friends. I'm I'm still waiting to hear back from a few people, but um, I've got some leads on some other people, but this is from my, um, good friend, one of my best friends ever, Tim Hayes, who we actually watched the Star Wars special edition trailer together um, in the cinema before Star Trek Nemesis or whatever it was, Generations maybe. And um, I I teared up next to him as the the X-Wings flew past and that's when I knew I had some bizarre connection to Star Wars. (laughs) I was like, oh, I really, really like this. Uh, Tim says, just got round to watching this. Thanks, Saunders. Ah, Carl. Love that dude and love remembering him so much that I'm all fuzzy now. Jackie will never be able to understand because I was saying how if Jackie hears me talk about Carl, I'm going to be in right. trouble. Jackie will never be able to understand how Carl really was. Sadly, brother, nobody could. It had to be witnessed firsthand to be appreciated. So, some moving words. I I dig his reverence for Carl. I love it. Then I reached out to Ben 
Vivas, who is one of the funniest people I remember meeting ever in my life. He says, absolute gold. It has opened up way too many distant memories. Good times, (laughs) though. Good times, though. Big Carl, a massive unit. I recall he had a temper. Are you ready for this? Yeah. I just want to get wait. I just want to put the picture up because it will like really set the mood. There he is, right? Mm-hmm. I recall he had a temper. Threw one of those bun spatulas at Dom Grasso one day. Dom Grasso. <laughs> Are you kidding me? At Dom Grasso. Dom Gr- like a long lost family member of Johnny Grasso got a bun spatula thrown at him. Well, he was part of the Grasso family who were well known in in Rosebud takeaway food, takeout food. His cousin owned the pizza place, and oh, oh man, they could do a cheese garlic pizza like no other. I still think about it. So, um, and and Dom Grasso actually added me on Facebook the other day, and he worked at McDonald's for. Ever, so I'm going to hit him up for some stories. But anyway, he got very angry when we used to... Oh, so he threw a bun spatula at Dom Grasso one day, which is a serious murder weapon, you guys. Right. Um, he got very angry when we used to shortcut cleaning the hot cake grill, which was, you know, for the pancakes, whatever, by tipping a load of pickle juice on it. I don't know why he got angry about that. I recall he wore the drive through bum bag with distinction. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so there used to be like a fanny pack, a bum bag thing that held the radio, like for mm-hmm, the headset. Mm-hmm. So you could walk around and you'd have a little button that you could make, like come through the, the thing. Very, very good. Um, but yeah, so that that is nice. He wore a distinction. This is this is good. This is ready. He's he's a bit of a Ben Solo. Oz, you ready for Uh-oh. this bit? I am. He would also slide across the lard ridden floor, and to do all the jobs when he was on a roll. Dun 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 dun. Just give me dum 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 dum. Just take that spatula off the shelf. <laughs> Throw it at Dom Grasso because you're angry with yourself. Oh, man. Um, my mind is racing. Look, I look forward to a debriefing about this someday. Those <laughs> breakfast those breakfast team badges, I have to stop. Ah, oh, the breakfast team, because we were like, we did breakfast every weekend. When right. we, we we did it well. We were so we like got given these little like you know the little character birdie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, we got them to show we were like esteemed breakfast crew members, and then me and Ben turned it into this bizarre like McDonald's gang click called the Brecky Boys, and we would just hassle other people that didn't have the badge for no reason, like, oh, you must be pretty happy that you're working with the Brecky boys today, eh? You don't see pins like this around too much, do you? So, I, man, I wish I still had that pin. 
Oh, oh, the one one pin you still want, huh? <laughs> I I'm pretty sure that I don't know if I have the Breakfast Boys one, but if I go into my deep archives back at Mum and Dad's house, I reckon I would have my Employee of the Month badge. Oh, that. beautiful! So if I can get that, that would be sweet. So that was our um, first issue of Carl's Corner. What do you reckon, boys? Uh, dude, I could I would do a whole spinoff podcast just on updates about Carl. If we could get him. We've only got so much. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Now, um, that brings us to the end, Hawes. I, yeah, I, buddy. I, th- I think what we should do, so we'll thank people that stuck around on, um, we'll, we'll do one of those premieres um on on a saturday night maybe do it next saturday which the people watch it the people watching this already know but so now we can just thank them for watching hope you had fun in the chat hope you had a good time i enjoyed doing that uh last time when we premiered an episode it was a lot of fun so i'm down to do it again i i did like that there was some debate in your house whether um we were just live chatting or actually on video discussing watching ourselves yeah, I I just wanted to make sure I didn't screw up the scheduling. <laughs> hey, let's put us back under the top. Look at this. We're back under the... Uh, Hawes is so excited he's waiting for four cam connection. There he is. There he is. There he is. Um, would you like to tell the good people of the internet where they can track down your fabulous... Like, it's one of the best ones, you guys. you got to listen to this. Uh, we're at Blue Harvest Pod on Twitter, and every week we release an episode, my buddy Will and I, of Blue Harvest. You can find that on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you get podcasts, Blue Harvest. X, what I've been doing for the past month is live streaming every weekday, every day. And this is it. I did a month. Yeah. It's the next month. I did it every day. I'm so happy. All right, I set myself a little task, and um, yeah, so we're I'm, I'm going to release, uh, do a new schedule of when shows are going to come out, and uh, do some more the do the episodes in video form on, um, and and then premiere them on the Saturdays when they're ready because I people seem to enjoy it, and and they've got nothing well, else to do, Hawes. They've got nothing else to do. They're a uh, a well kept audience, but I hope everyone enjoyed the the new look video, and um, definitely doing it this way gets it up faster because I don't have to edit in. Because well, now I don't have to go back and edit in all the pictures. They're right. there. All I have to add in is like weird stuff that I might see fit. And now we get to watch little clips, the little trailers. They were okay. They were fun, weren't they, whores? Yeah, man. I thought that was great. All right. The best, the best. And uh, if you watch the video, give a little like and drop a comment on what your favorite thing is and, and we'll come back and we'll, we'll reply because we're, we're ah. sociable people. We are very sociable people. Thanks so much, everyone. Thanks to our patrons for the support. I know um, our patronage has gone up a little bit lately because of all the live streams. People are, are podding it, paying it forward with their pod. So I um I really appreciate that and and Hawes you've got like a gamut, um much like uh, us on Steel Wars but we share year by podcast yeah and you've got cooking with Will you got Hawes solo 
you got Jaws. Mm-hmm. You've got the you've got the one where Robbo tells you what to do in a fantasy situation. Oh, I love that one. Bossy Robbo. Is that what that show's called? It's Blue Harvest Adventures. But Ah, oh, okay. Close. 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 Um well, Hawes, this was great. Did you have fun? I'm, I'm I glad did. I'm glad you adopted to the video and um during one of our little breaks, we uh, did discuss another one that's not going to make you click out. I, I also think there's a bit of there's a bit of lag in 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 that system. The the way the videos, um, yeah, the uh, using my phone as a webcam system has apparently not as worked as efficiently as I'd like. So I'm just get a regular webcam. We won't have these problems next time. Yeah, I think actually, you know, like we did it for like two hours. So I think your little phone, I, I'd be scared to touch it. I reckon it's going to be scorching hot. Oh, it is a little warm. <laughs> it's in the, ah, ah, stop it. It hurts. I'm just a phone. Make a call. Make a call. <laughs> um, all right, Hawes. This is the best fun. Get back on there. The camera came out on me because I mocked it. Where'd you go? Here he is. All right. We're out. Hawes is rubbing right. his forehead. This was heavy for him. Thanks so much. And may that force be with you. See you, guys. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.